Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us again this morning, always a pleasure to have you with us, Gail Helms, Executive Director of the Humane Society's Pets for People based in Smith County. Good morning, Gail. Good morning, John. As always, great to have you with us. Don't forget, In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. Gail, a familiar name and face around the community. This is your one big chance every year to get in a good half hour of plugs for the Humane Society's Pets for People. And uh, gosh, I I have to ask, uh, how long have you been the executive director now? Been a pretty good while. John, I've been there for 24 years since 1998. 1998. Hard to believe. It really is. Stop and think about it. I guess it's not all that hard to believe at all. And still going strong and getting stronger. Let's get the basics for those who are new to the community or need their memory refreshed. The Humane Society's Pets for People, mission, purpose, history, just a little bit about who you are and what you do and how you got to where you are today. John, we started in 1968. We had uh, people in Tyler who went to look at the uh, impoundment facility the city of Tyler was um, running, and it was um, less than desirable. So they decided they were going to start the Humane Society of Smith County back then. Mm-hmm. And so in 68, we opened our doors. We've been at the same location for 54 years. Wow. We're off the old Kilgore Highway. We've made major improvements to that facility, but been there the whole time. A lot of people who were born and raised here think of it as the old pound, and we don't like that word very much anymore we're not Mm -hmm. the pound but that's uh where we started so we were the impoundment facility for the city of tyler smith county a lot of the municipalities here in smith county so we were receiving about ten thousand animals a year when we were working with all those facilities and so we had to euthanize unfortunately a large majority of those animals there were just too many animals and not enough homes for them so in 2010 we became a no-kill shelter may not have been the best business decision but it was the right thing to do when we stopped working with the city and the county and those municipalities we lost about 40 percent of our revenue but Mm -hmm. it was the right thing to do the morally right thing to do so we became a no-kill shelter in 2010 we are selective admission which means we only take the animals that we think we can eventually adopt some animals come to us with heartworms some come to us with uh, other medical needs we if we think we can help them and then find them a home that's what we'll take if we do not think that we can find them a home then we have resources that we can share with people but we're not there to house animals for their entire life because they're not adoptable and as far as uh what's happened since 1968 and actually what's happened since um, 2010 of course in 2013 you changed your name to pets for people because love is a four-legged word i know you and i both love saying that every time we visit on the show (laughs) but uh now the city and county have come a long way and we've got the the, um, uh, spca in tyler so you're working in a much better environment and it's i guess a lot easier for you to refer people to other agencies right here in smith county and actually beyond that perform services you may not be able to perform or that may be more convenient for people say in longview athens jacksonville Mineola, mm-hmm. places like that mm-hmm yeah so for us it's uh being able to help the community but if we can't then we're going to try to provide resources for them 
All righty. And if you need more information, you can go to uh, you can call 903-597-2471. That is the phone number. The um, website, and I always have to spell this out, petsforpeople.org, and that's F-U-R, mm-hmm. petsforpeople.org, easy to find. And I know that uh, like uh, practically everybody else these days, you really want folks to follow you on Facebook and um, other social media that you have. No, primarily it's Facebook. Primarily That's our demographic, Facebook. and it does very well for us. We have about 24,000 people who follow us on Facebook. Okay. Uh, I think maybe taking on more social media would be a little bit more than you can handle anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, again, um, Facebook is the uh, social medium of choice within your agency. 1823 County Road 386, if that helps, if you want to use a Google map to mm-hmm. find your way out there. But same location uh, for the last 54 years, so a lot of people already know uh where you are um again um change your name to pets for people in 2013 you receive no government funding you're a donation-based organization Mm -hmm. right so we we're not part of united way we're not part of um any other national organizations sometimes people think that if they donate to um a national organization that money will funnel down to the local agencies and that's not the case all right so we're looking strictly for local donations for people to support us and understand our mission and they want to support us so yes private donations uh fundraisers those are the things that keep our doors open all right we'll talk a little bit more about that a little later on you have some special events coming up and uh, Mm -hmm. one of them is not too far down the road gail helms executive director of the humane society's pets for people our guest this morning i'm john sims this is in focus lots of things going on with pets for people and um uh, quite a few of them, actually, you've been doing for a pretty good while, but let's just kind of review here, and we'll start with Meals for Peoples. Now, you partner with the Meals on Wheels ministry, providing dog and cat food to clients of Meals on Wheels, 260 people in six counties, which mm-hmm. is the Meals on Wheels service area. Tell us a little bit more about how that works. We found out a number of years ago that many of the residents who had house pets were sharing their food with their pets and then it meant that those people were not getting the caloric intake that they needed so we felt like we had enough donated food that we could then share that we believe in sharing the wealth so we now repackage dry dog food and cat food on a regular basis we repackage those deliver those to meals on wheels and then they in turn deliver that to the residents that they've identified as needing that um, help for their pets and sometimes those people that's all they have Mm -hmm. in the world and so we want to make sure that if at all possible those people can have the food they need and to be able to keep those pets at home with them very good now we get to the part that probably most people can relate to those adoption opportunities and let's go over that dogs and cats you have dogs and cats up for adoption Uh, if we go over the basics the prices the things included in the adoption package and just anything and everything people need to remember as far as adoptions go for us the the dogs are 175 cats are 150 and that includes spay neuter vaccinations microchipping any testing that needs to be done we also send them home with a starter kit of food if it's a dog we send them home with a collar and a leash Uh, dogs and cats get a bed and that starter kit of uh, the food so it's really a turnkey deal everything has been done and if the puppies and kittens are too young when they leave to 
have already been spay or neutered that's part of the adoption fee so you can call us back and we'll make those arrangements with the veterinarian that we use at hideaway small animal clinic and he does all of our vaccinations and our spay and neuters and any other uh, medical things that we need from him so um, it's really it's a turnkey deal it's everything that you need and all of our dogs are on heartworm preventative they get their monthly vaccinations while they're there um, so it's just uh, it's it's turnkey deal and you know they've been tested as far as the different diseases they've also been temperament tested we pretty well know the behavior of all of those animals so when somebody comes in they can tell us what they're looking for and then we'll try to match that with the dogs and cats that we have there at the shelter and as far as coming in it's important to note and we'll try to remember to do it a little bit later in the show as well you're open but it's by appointment only mm-hmm. still observing those COVID-19 protocols mm-hmm. so they need to uh, the best thing to do just give you a call yeah uh, maybe can you do it uh, maybe uh, do a text message or do it on the website or is it best just to call you up it's just a call and we'll make an appointment but we want you first to fill out that adoption application right. we want to know what kind of a pet owner you are um if you've had pets that have um no longer with you we want to know why you don't have those any longer so we just want to make sure so once we get that application we will review it and see if we think it's going to be um, an appropriate home for a dog or a cat we'll call you make an appointment come out for a meet and greet if you have other pets if you have children bring those and let's see if it's going to be a good fit yes and that's very important and i was going to get to that that vetting process and it it goes at both ends people need to think right they need to uh, think you know why do i want to adopt a pet um there uh, if you go to the website you can see pictures of the adoptable animals mm-hmm. i guess that's always a good way for people to get started gee i love that dog or i love that cat and i'd love to adopt this animal but uh there's a lot more to it people really need to think and you know once they sit down with you i guess there's uh, the vetting process more or less continues mm-hmm. on a face-to-face basis mm-hmm. right we just want to look you in the eyes and see if you're really sincere and serious about this because this is going to be a probably a 15-year commitment for a dog or a cat Uh you want to make sure it's just so traumatic for an animal to be adopted and then it doesn't work out and they're brought back they really go through all kinds of emotions when they're brought back to the shelter so we're trying to prevent that for the families and for the pets as well all right gail helms executive director of the humane society's pets for people in smith county on in focus this morning i'm john sims and now is certainly as good a time as any to uh just briefly remind people what a serious problem you and your sister agencies around east texas are uh, trying to address stray animals Mm -hmm. animals that have been mistreated when animals get surrendered they have to be surrendered for one reason or another we still have a big problem with stray dogs and uh, things of that nature fortunately city and county government spca agencies and other communities have uh, uh, picked up a a lot of the slack that Mm -hmm. existed a number of years ago but the problem continues so people who adopt animals they're really uh, they're not just welcoming a new friend into the family they're helping the community they truly are because one female cat and her offspring in seven years can produce 420,000 kittens so if only a third of those survive it gets out of hand very quickly and people just don't realize right now it's kitten season so we're starting to get we're inundated with calls from people having these kittens that they don't have a place for or they Uh want to get rid of and so you know if it would be so much easier for everybody for the community it would really cut down on the expense if people would just be responsible and spay and neuter 
and that's mm-hmm. uh, now it's so affordable with Snippet, with the SPCA Snippet program, with the one in Longview, with Animal Protection League. They can no longer use the excuse it costs too much. It's just healthier for the animals, and it's better for the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, services offered, and there will be a small amount of repetition here, but we go into a little bit more detail. There are several of them we want to cover. First of all, microchipping. That's $25. Tell us about what microchipping is, how it works, and about how it's such a great price. Well, it's um, probably as large as a grain of rice, and it's inserted between the shoulder blades. And so from there, it's got information that would then, um, with the scanner, you can find out who the owner is. You can call a, an 800 number, find out who the owner is, and then hopefully get the animal back to its home. But it's not totally fail-safe because if you don't take it to some vet shelter who has a scanner then you're not going to be able to follow that up and be able to find the owner and get it back home but you also need to have a collar with a identification on that collar with the the tag needs to have current information so but it's really one of the ways that you can try to safeguard that the animal if it gets lost can get back home but it's not a gps it's not going to tell you where the animal's been it's just Uh going to tell you someone has it and is trying to get it back home all right there are several others on here we have animal surrender a lost and found service the perpetual care cemetery affordable vaccinations except Except rabies rabies. and then uh, you have specialized health testing you you can kind of go ahead and run through those rather quickly for us we will provide uh, rabies i'm sorry we will provide uh, parvo testing heartworm testing feline leukemia testing those are the ones that we primarily will test for for the public we also do the nail trims we do um, just regular vaccinations like you said except for the rabies Okay, and where do people go if they need to get a rabies shot? Any veterinarian, and that's what we do not have a veterinarian on staff. Right. And so we're not allowed to give those rabies vaccinations. Okay, uh, animal surrender, that's where a lot of this starts. Mm-hmm. Someone said, I think recently, that the rumor was that we charge like $500 to surrender oh, an boy. animal. But if we can possibly... Um, um, take the animal our uh, surrender fee is forty dollars which is very very low um but if we for some reason someone is not able to pay and we think it's an adoptable animal we'll work out something with you but it's all about helping us to pay for all the services that we provide for the community and just to keep our three acre facility and our 13 employees uh employed and open to the public all righty you also have a lost and found service we do um and there are so many lost and found services that are now available through social media so when somebody goes on to our website you can there's one uh icon that's lost dogs and cats and found dogs and cats you can post a picture and all the information that then goes out to about 30 different animal agencies and so the chances of you getting your animal back are much better than they used to be people are very successful in reuniting because of this social media and all of the um, opportunities they have to list that so people can see it whether it's the neighborhood app or whatever you bet gail helms executive director of the humane society's pets for people in smith county i'm john sims this is in focus and the website is petsforpeople.org that's f-u-r petsforpeople.org located on county road 386 off the uh, kilgore highway 
And the phone number, 903-597-2471. Let's see. Uh, we talked about the lost and found service. I guess that gets us to uh, the Perpetual Care Cemetery. Mm -hmm. We have that. It's been there for, I guess, as long as the shelter's been open. But for people who may live in an apartment or just cannot have a place to bury their pets we have the perpetual care cemetery so it's there at the shelter it's 350 dollars for a plot and then a nice 10 by 20 granite headstone so and we keep that manicured very nicely so it's just a final resting place for a lot of uh, loved pets mm -hmm. um, how do you make money you take donations online and there is an easy a button that you can click to make mm -hmm. a one-time only donation or donate as many times as you like uh, you also um, the, the fees for the services you offer and um, let's see uh, w uh, what else what are I, I had this uh, it was right on the tip of my tongue a minute ago but the uh, um, one-time only donations the fees for adoption and the other services mm -hmm. that you offer we're going to get to fundraisers in a minute is there one other uh, way of making money that uh, works in there or did i miss something well hopefully when we submit applications for grants uh -huh. that those may be uh, approved as well so it's just anything we can th if we have children who take their uh, birthday money and bring it to us mm. or they um, have asked people to just bring supplies for their birthday so there's any number of ways we have schools who want to do fundraisers for us so but it all boils down to the support from the community and those donations that we desperately need mm -hmm. always need you bet um so on to the fundraisers that you actually have scheduled this year and one of them is coming up real soon this will be the pelche subaru dirty dog wash saturday june the 11th yep. uh, i can get a pretty good picture of that in my mind but tell us <laughs> oh, what no, else we need can't. to know maybe not maybe not go ahead gail well it's going to be there at pelche subaru they have been a supporter of pets for people since they opened their doors i think it was in 2013 but this will be our um, ninth annual dirty dog wash and it'll be there at pelche subaru on the loop from 10 to 5 bring your smelly dirty pooches we'll Ugh. clean them take them home they'll be nice and clean and also you'll be helping pets for people pelche subaru is so kind to donate 25 dollars for every dog that we wash and so our goal this year is to wash 200 dirty dogs so you can start coming at 10 a.m we'll do nail trims will be available also microchipping will be available so we want to provide those services to make it a great spa day for the dogs that pets for people and for the uh, dogs and cats not the dogs and cats but the dogs that are going to be um, nice and clean squeaky clean when they go home very good uh, coming up Saturday, October 1st at Bergfeld Park, a very popular event. Pets in the Park, back yes. on again this yes, year. Yes, it is. So it'll be October the 1st from 10 till 3 at Bergfeld Park. We'll have lots of vendors. We'll have our weenie dog races again this year. We'll have a new event that's going to be um, a foam um, event where people, it's it's a it's an event where it's people can kids can play in the foam dogs can play in the foam it doesn't hurt their eyes it's just going to be a, a fun day of activities we'll have food trucks there we'll have um 
a blessing of the animals that will happen uh, right at 10 a.m. So it's just going to be a fun day for people to bring their dogs, bring their cats, bring their birds, whatever they want, to Pets in the Park. And it's going to just be a really fun time. And, you know, Birdfield Park is just beautiful. Yeah. And so it's a perfect setting for us to have Pets in the Park. So mark your calendars, Saturday, October the 1st from 10 to 3 at Birdfield Park. Very good. Gail Helms, our guest this morning on In Focus, Executive Director of the Human society's pets for people i'm john sims and um gee it's not even officially summer yet but we're already looking ahead to october so let's look ahead to uh, the holiday season we have pet pictures with santa paws all set to go back to pelche subaru for that one that's saturday november 20th right and it'll be from 10 to 5 and we will have our set there santa will be there we encourage people to bring their pets bring your children it's 20 dollars, and that includes a four by six print and then we'll also email you a digital file of that picture so you can use those for keepsakes or for christmas cards whatever and uh, we'll have raffle baskets as we usually do so it'll be a a real fun time and get everybody into the holiday spirit all righty and it won't even be thanksgiving yet so they can work I up know. an appetite for that turkey too. <laughs> yeah. okay and we're under the category of just general support for the uh, for pets for people uh check your website for your list of supplies also known as your wish list mm -hmm. okay and there are just lots of different things you need and then there's another one shop amazonsmile.com you receive a small percentage of sales and all of that i guess can be found on your website petsforpeople.org that's it okay monetary donations you are good stewards of funding let's let you give a, a little pitch on that and tell people uh, beyond what we've already talked about for the last 20 minutes why it's such a great idea to support pets for people well obviously john it's um it's tax deductible and we um, are very proud to say that 90 cents of every dollar that is donated goes to the care of the animals there at pets for people um, you know we are very transparent our 990 is on our website we have nothing to hide and we are like i said very very aware of you know especially this time um, people are really more concerned about who they're donating to and is it really going to be a legitimate donation and for us it's just a matter of you can come out anytime we don't uh, we're always there our records are open uh, like I said our 990 is on our website so um, people can feel comfortable and free that all the money that comes to pets for people is used for the care of the animals and it costs you $15 a day every day for every animal at your shelter so you right. got to keep that money coming right. in um in order to keep pets for people up and running seven days a week you have um how many people uh, on your staff right now there's 13, 13 people, people. Mm -hmm. and many have been with us for more than have been with you i should say for more than 20 years so. actually more than 30 years we have one employee who's been there for more than 30 years and i've been there for 24 years so you know i think it says a lot for the organization that people are wanting and willing to stay yeah uh, just having those old hands people who have been there and done that and who have been through all the changes right. that you've made over the years to try and make your facility even better and um 
You have three acres to maintain, over 100 dogs and cats to care for. As far as those three acres are concerned, can you go over quickly some of the things you've done to upgrade that over the past few years? I know you've made some changes. We have. Ones. We now have a dog park that's an acre. It's totally fenced in. It's very secure. But we have a number of Boy Scouts who want to get their Eagle Scout badges by doing projects. And so this is one of the projects that one of the Eagle Scouts did. They uh, put the fencing up, and now we encourage people to come out anytime we're there there's no fee there's no charge come out let your dogs exercise we also use it to exercise the dogs at the shelter those dogs there pets for people are not just going to be in a cage and forgotten about they get exercised on a regular basis and that's uh, another reason why we need volunteers yeah volunteers tell mm -hmm. us what some of the criteria are for volunteers and uh, how they should get in touch if they want to volunteer with pets for people they can go on to our website and fill out a uh, an adoption I'm uh, sorry not an adoption application but a volunteer application um, they can then come out uh, and it's for people 18 and older they can come out and exercise the dogs play with the cats they can help us with fundraisers and then I think once they get there and feel comfortable they might realize that we might need a little repair work done around the shelter or mm. whatever so it's not just about exercising the animals but also helping us out in other ways you bet Gail Helms with Pets for People our guest this morning on Info Focus. I'm John Sims. Uh, again, great time to remind everybody you're temporarily closed to the public, but you will see pre-qualified adopters by appointment only. Make yes. that phone call, 903-597-2471. Be sure to check the website, petsforpeople.org, for more information. And that nice bucolic setting off the Kilgore Highway, County Road 386, is where you have been located pretty much forever. If you can go over those hours of operation with us again as well. It's uh, Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 1 and 2 to 5. We do close for lunch, 1 to 2. If you want to surrender animals, that's done Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 12.30, and then 2 to 3 p.m. All right, very good. And one thing we touched on briefly earlier, there are different rescue groups around the area. They operate under different auspices and have somewhat different policies, missions, and purposes, but you partner with all of them. And I just wanted to give you a chance to plug that a little bit and tell about how people can get in touch with some of the other rescue groups in Smith County, also in Gregg County and other communities around the area. What do they need to do? They need to start by going on the website. They can go to the website or give us a call we have um, lots of resources for people and it's just so much better for the residents of east texas and the animals that they've got a number of opportunities or other resources like tyler animal control and services and smith county animal control and services and the spca of east texas so if we're unable to help someone we can definitely provide them with other resources including those okay very good i wanted to bring uh, some more attention back to the topic of surrenders and there is a certain individual i believe terry is the person mm -hmm. i need to contact and um, you can call terry at 903-597-2471 after 10 a.m to get that process rolling you can also email shelter at petsforpeople.org and during working hours you can also text your name and pictures of the pets to terry and that number is going to be 903-245-572 uh, five, five. Mm -hmm. All that's still mm -hmm. current, right? Right. And there was one other um, 
And let me mention too, yeah. John, that we're trying to prevent people from being disappointed when they bring an animal into surrender. So we want to take a look at it and see if we think it's something that we can adopt. It may just uh, prevent someone to have to make a trip out there for nothing. Yeah. Now, under your Healthy Paws Pet Service, which uh, does just that, provides a number of different services for animals, I think all of which we've already discussed. You can call 903-526-5598 mm-hmm. if you want to make an appointment for that. So a couple yes. of other phone numbers that we wanted to give out besides 5972471 with that 903 in front. Getting down close to the end of the show, but this time of year, uh, the hot weather got to us a little bit sooner than we expected, yeah. but hey, we all live in Texas. We should know better, right? Uh, uh, just maybe a quick rundown of some tips for people to follow during this hot weather, keeping your pets safe and healthy during these hot conditions? Well, John, for us, we feel like a pet is a family member, so if at all possible, it needs to live indoors. But if it can't, they just need to have protection from the hot sun. They need to have cool water um, always available. And don't put that in the sun. Nobody likes to drink hot water. You know, but just, uh, and it's also flea and tick season. And so you need to go to the veterinarian or to go and try to um, find flea and tick prevention that can sap a dog and make them very very ill it's also a time when animals are in heat so you need to maybe look at this as a good time of year in the summertime to get those animals spay or neutered very good um things going very well i mean uh, just from what you told me all things considered the challenges remain Uh, any plans for the future uh to maybe make your services even better than they already are or you do you like what you're doing is it more of a wheel ain't broke don't fix it type thing or do you have other things in mind we like what we're doing and our squeaky wheel has been uh, greased and so we're fortunate enough that we have uh, operating capital and we uh, feel like our reputation is uh, stellar and we're just going to keep on doing what we've been doing for 54 years and you are pets for people also known as the humane society's pets for people located at 1823 county road 386 tyler texas 75708 and that'll help in case somebody wants to maybe drop a check in the mail you can do that too if you That's want to. Right. Yeah, right. 903 597 2471. The website is PetsFur. And that's petsfurpeople.org. And be sure to follow them on Facebook and uh, rack up as many likes as you possibly can. I've uh, been talking to Gail Helms with Pets for People, uh, located in Smith County, just a few miles east of Tyler. Um, a, a selective admission, life-sustaining animal shelter in Tyler, Texas, mission to provide a temporary haven for cats and dogs while helping them find the right home. Gail Helms, we're out of time, but as always, thanks so much for dropping by, visiting, and getting us up to date. Thank you, John. You bet. Gail Helms, Executive Director of the Humane Society's Pets for People, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. As always, thank you for joining us. And again, as always, we will see you again next week on In Focus.